Welcome to the Journey Man's Guide, the podcast that gives you advice on your life journey, but only if you follow us. So if you have not subscribed yet, this is the moment to subscribe and please give us a like. Today we're going to be talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. I just finished the show uh, a few days ago. I seen it like 10 times <laughs> but it's one of my favorite shows and i love this show so much and one of my favorite characters uh, his name is saka i want to talk about saka and what things i have learned from him that i want to put in my life so for the people that have not seen the show i'm gonna just give you a brief summary of of what is it about i'm not gonna have i'm not gonna i'm not going to do any spoilers so don't worry about it it's just very basic Avatar The Last Airbender happens on a universe where people can bend uh, the main elements, the four main elements. That's fire, water, earth, and air. And they live in different nations. They're like a fire nation, or nation, and things like that. And those people from those nations can bend that a specific element. Not, everyone, not everybody can bend, but there's people on those nations that bend that a specific um, element. So Ben is like manipulated, like they put it up and all that stuff. Um, there's this avatar that can bend all four elements. And the avatar job is to keep the world safe and keep peace. The show starts that the avatar is lost. Nobody knows where the avatar is. And the Fire Nation has invaded the other four nations and... Right now, the world is at war. It's been 100 years uh, since the war started, and we're in this situation. Saka and Katara, there's two kids. Uh, uh, Saka has to be like maybe 14, 15, year, uh, 15 years, and they discovered the Avatar in a, in a glacier, right? Glacier. Glacier, glacier, glacier. I don't know if I'm saying that right. En el hielo. <laughs> So Saka and Katara find uh, the Avatar in a yellow. Um, uh, the, the Avatar is 12 years old at the moment. His name is Anne. And when he comes out, he knows how to bend the air, but he doesn't know how to bend anything else. And Saka and his sister Katara decide to go with the Avatar to this journey to find masters to help him uh, learn how to control the four elements. That's basically the 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 plot of the show, and the goal of, of of them is to be able to fight the Fire Lord and defeat them, so the war stops. That's it. Now, on the on the journey, they find the people that start teaching Ang how to bend. They're the most powerful humans in the world. So, Ang is the most powerful. Uh, Katara is one of the most powerful water benders. Uh, they found Toph. That's also one of the most powerful earthbender. And then we have Saka. Saka cannot bend anything. <laughs> Literally, if you see him between all these powerful people, you would think he's useless. And that's why I love Saka. Because Saka is really the spirit, the, the, the soul of this team. And he makes so many cool things or he lives his life in some ways that I want to imitate him because I think it's so, so great. So the first thing that I want to imitate Saka is on his mood. He's always happy. He's always cracking jokes. He's always uh, reminding everybody 
what is the the purpose of doing things, uh, what's the goal. Uh, he's always like leading the group. This is where we need to go. This is where we need to be. And and he has embraced that, right? And I know like being the center of attraction or leading is not something that we all are going to be. I know some of us are more out there, more we like to, to be the center of attraction. Some of us, we don't. But one of the things that we can imitate Saka is in his mood. He's always, even, even when things are bad, he's always in a good mood, cracking jokes and trying to keep everybody happy. So that's something that we I want to put in my life. Even if I'm not the leader in something, I'm able to to have a good mood, be positive, bring more people around me, right? The other thing that I love about Saka is that that he has powerful friends. And friends define us at the end of the day. If you hang out with the five, with five people, Depends on what those five people are. I'm going to know what you are. In Spanish, we have a saying that says, Dime con quien anda y te diré quien eres. So, if you hang out with five successful people, you're going to be successful. If you hang out with five losers, you're going to be a loser. And Saka decides to hang out with these powerful people. And not only he's hanging out with them, but he knows that he brings something to the table. And even though he knows that he needs them to be able to get into, to be able to defeat the fire Lord, he regardless knows that they need him to be able to defeat the fire Lord. And this is something that we need to do. We need to find these friends in our life that are successful, that want to grow, that want to learn. And we should be there with them and not only giving, but also receiving. So we both, all of us could be like, if I'm with five friends, all of us could be like uh, successful. So that's another thing that I want to imitate Saka. Like, find successful people and get rid of people that are losers or people that are negative in my life. I don't want none of that in my life. Another thing I love about Saka is that he doesn't he doesn't care about his shortcomings. Uh, he knows that he doesn't have powers, but regardless, he's a brave brave man. He goes head on to whatever it is. Uh, he says that he has to outsmart his enemies. Because he's always fighting against more powerful people than him, but he doesn't care. He just goes, he's, he's brave. And that's something that I feel that a lot of times we put our shortcomings in front of our goals. And instead of saying, like, I want to go, I want to do that. And I don't care what I need to learn. I don't care uh, who I need to or how much I need to work. I'm going to go there. We always are looking into our shortcomings instead of, of just moving forward, head on brave into what we want to be in a few years another thing i love about soka is that he complains sometimes but when he complains he tries to fix it you know uh one of the episodes that i love the most uh he's complaining because he's the only character or the only friend that doesn't have any powers or any bending powers and instead of just crying out loud all the time he decides to go get a master that teach him how to fight and he learns how to use a sword and things like that and i feel that that this is a very important point uh in my own life there's an example that i want to bring in my own life i i've been selling since 2009 since i got to miami and and in the beginning i used to hate it and even my when my dad's my dad's company i used to sell and i used to hate it hate it hate it i always thought it was like i was not good at it 
that I should not be doing this or anything like that. And a few years ago, I just realized that, hey, at the end of the day, selling is a good a good job that can actually give you a lot of money. So I decided to start reading and learning about how to sell. I didn't know what to expect. I just started watching YouTube videos about people telling me how to sell in retail. I bought a few books um, that teach me how, that taught me how to how to talk to people, uh, how to sell to people, and all those things. And it had changed my life. Now, although I'm not like the the best salesperson in in my company, I enjoy what I do, and I don't see it. I don't see it, that it's something that is impossible. I see uh, since I since I have changed my my the way I think about this, like I have been able to be successful in my quotas. I used to hate quotas, but I've been able to be successful, thankfully, on my quotas. I've been able to be successful talking to people and and talking about friends. I try to talk to the people that are the best sales, uh, the, the best that people that have the best numbers. So when I talk to them, I, I try to get as much as I can from them. Know exactly how do they do it, uh, why you say these things this way, and sometimes I even like uh, ask them, "Hey, I just have this conversation, and this happened in this conversation. What do you think I should have done?" And I start getting all this good advice from from my coworkers, and. I mean, it's it has changed everything. I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not number one all every month or ever, but but I have changed the way I see look at selling. I I use it now as a tool that I need to do. If I see myself complaining about something, I need to go and change it. If I complain about that I'm fat, I should be on the gym every day trying to change it. If I complain that that I don't know how to write or I complain that my car is bad or anything. I need to start working into fixing or solving those problems and changing them for sure. Saka knows what he brings to the table too. He knows what he's good at. Uh, they know him as the plan guy. And the reason why is because every time that they have problems, you can count on Saka to have like a good plan to be able to get them out of that. Uh, there's a moment in the show where where they're facing a situation and they're thinking of what they need to do and everybody look at Saka and Saka is like, why are you guys looking at me? And they're like, because you're the plan guy. It's like, what do you mean I'm the plan guy? And they're like, yeah, you're the plan guy. You're the guy that always bring, like have a plan. And he, at the end of the show, he he realized that he is the plan guy and everybody goes to him to get up to, to, to know what's the plan. What I'm trying to say is that we need to know what are we good at. Whatever we're good at, we need to be known for that. If we're good at fixing computers, everybody in your life should know that you're good at fixing computers. Every time that somebody calls you asking you, can you fix my computer, should be great for you because you are good at that and people need to know what you're good at. So always see what you're good at and work on it so people know what, what you're good at. And the last thing that I love about Saka is that he stands up for his friends. Doesn't matter if he knows he's going to lose. It doesn't matter if he knows it's going to be hard. He will stand up next to you. And I want more friends that like that. And I want to have friends that I will stand up for them. 
in any situation uh, that I'm not afraid of. I don't want to be afraid of standing up for something that I believe in. I don't want to be afraid of standing up for someone, protecting someone. Those are the things that I will want to put in my life. Those are the things that I want to be able to imitate Saka. And if you have not seen the show, go to Netflix. They have it. For me, it's addicting. I love it. And go watch it. Please send us some comments. What things you guys want us to talk about. We're going to be reviewing the book, uh, The Way of the Superior Man. So in a few days, I'm going to go ahead and, and put that video out. I'm still actually writing a few things to be able to put it out. And yeah, have a great day, guys. It's always fun to see you. Bye-bye.